Are you ready? Ready to release internal pain? To find confidence, clarity, and direction for your future? To live a life of meaning, fulfillment, and contribution? To trust your intuition again, but something's been holding you back? You've come to the right place. Welcome. I'm Ian Hawkins, the host and founder of the Grief Code podcast. Together, let's heal your unresolved or unknown grief by unlocking your grief code. As you tune in to each episode, you will receive insight into your own grief, how to eliminate it and what to do next. Before we start, I have one request. If any new insights or awareness land with you during this episode, please send me an email at info at ianhawkinscoaching.com and let me know what you found. I know the power of this work and I love to hear the impact these conversations have. Okay, let's get into it. You'd be familiar with the old tale of the two axemen, both going into the woods to chop down trees for the day. And they went their separate ways, but they could hear each other. And one of them just kept chopping away all day and he couldn't help but notice that the sounds coming from the other man was every hour he would stop for 15 minutes. And he's thinking, wow, that, that guy's, uh, he's no, there's no way he's going to chop down more trees than me today. He's resting every hour. Like, what's going on? But then when they get together at the end of the day and they see who's done what, well, the guy who was stopping every hour for 15 minutes was way, way ahead. Really simple explanation was that every hour he was stopping to sharpen his axe. Now, you'd also be familiar with the concept of how you can apply that to your life in a number of different ways. One area I particularly want to highlight today is your mind. So, you know, your mind's active 24-7, right? When you're sleeping, when you're doing anything. But you can find ways to sharpen your mind so that you can be more productive all day, every day. Just had a session this morning with a client who's struggled with focus at different times. And what we kept coming back to was, well, what are the key sharpening tools that you use and are you using them? And so there's the obvious ones around making sure you plan. Now, they're obvious. That doesn't mean they're always used, right? There's uh, There'd be many examples I'm sure you could think of where you've just gone, well, I've got lots to do. I'm just going to get into it. And there's something about the planning process that gives you clarity, that gives you the steps that allows the data flow much better. There's making sure you've got a routine. There's making sure you've got structure. And they all seem pretty basic things, but are you doing them? And are you making them part of your everyday to make sure that you're giving your mind that clarity, you're giving it the focus, and you're taking the time to sharpen your axe? But the one area I really want to focus on is meditation. Because to me, there's nothing that provides focus, attention, concentration, calm, like meditation. And there are, there's so many different ways you can do it. And there's a lot of confusion out there about how you do it and whether you're doing it right and all these different things. So two things. One is I want to talk about the importance of it. And two is clear up some of those perhaps myths around meditation and the overcomplications of it. 
So why it's beneficial is because every single day that you do, you guarantee to be more focused. You're going to still get distracted. That's just part of life. Our, our brains are wired for looking for different opportunities and that's a part of a safety mechanism that's evolutionary or built in or however you want to put it. But uh, the focus is a key part and it's meditation is sharpening your mind better than anything else because while we're active throughout the day, like I said, the brain's going 24-7, meditation allows space between thoughts. It allows you to slow the thoughts. It allows you to th slow your mind down to a level where you can actually be in a restful state in a way that you can recalibrate, recharge, and get yourself back on track really quickly. So that might mean sometimes that during your day, particularly particularly challenging day, that you do need to pause. Maybe not every hour, but you might need to pause and just get some time alone where it's quiet, where you can just focus on your breath and allow your thoughts and and uh, mind to wander. It will allow you to get back on track, to be able to bounce back from those distractions. And when, when whatever tasks you're doing, you'll be so much more in tune with what you're doing. You'll be so much more accurate. You'll be more efficient. And it's just so worth the time it takes to sharpen your mind, to sharpen your axe. Now, if we look at, again, meditation and some of those misconceptions around it, I know a lot of people say, well, I've got my swimming, I've got my surfing, and I've got all these different things. That, that That's my meditation. And granted, those things are powerful ways for you to be mindful and to find presence and to detach from the day-to-day, -to, -day, to give your mind uh, a rest. But your mind's still active doing those activities, very active. And while it's going to help you, no doubt, meditation takes that to a whole other level. So often when I come across people who say they can't meditate, it's because they've got really active mind. And when they go into meditation, it's either they just get a uh, complete overwhelm, overwhelm with all the thoughts that come rushing in, or they're trying to control the situation. They're trying to control the whole uh, process and then thinking, well, I can't make it work because as soon as they go into that space of just allowing things to flow, well, they feel out of control. So instead, I learned this the hard way from learning as much as I could because I, I started learning from people who clearly had been meditating for a long time and their way of exp explaining it just didn't wasn't helpful for me. Instead, it's coming into a place of allowing everything to flow. So when you are sitting quietly and allowing your thoughts and feelings and even just how you're feeling physical, to, to be in total place of allowing, if anything, inviting more of that in, then you're able to come to a place of calm much quicker because it's the resistance that causes us so much tension and frustration with our thinking, with our physical body and with our emotions. And for those who are this way inclined, for our spiritual connection, that deeper connection with ourselves to allow space for more of the intuitive guidance. So allowing yourself to find that quiet 
allowing yourself to find the breath, the space, eyes closed, and then allowing thoughts in, inviting them in. Stepping out of resistance, trying to stop or control thoughts or force the thoughts to leave your head. It doesn't work that way. Instead, the sooner we allow things to flow, and just like if you imagine closing your eyes, just inviting more in, inviting more in, inviting more in, and then, then just allowing the thoughts to roam wherever they roam faster and faster and let them all just be how they want to be, you'll find that you'll be able to slow yourself down and find more of that calm. Same with the physical body. The more you can be in that state of, oh, here's, here's some tension. Let's really focus our attention there and allow it to be. Instead of trying to be in that space of, oh, I don't like this pain. I've got to push it away. Because that's where the intention increases, the pain increases, and we tend to get physical ailments that get stuck. So this state of allowing is so important. And you'll find that you'll want to make this part of your daily occurrence because the more you do it, you'll realize just how much more focused you are. You realize, realize how much calmer you are. You realize how that your that inner part of your brain will be able to find some peace. There'll be less of the negativity towards yourself. And like my client this morning, he'll be blown away by how good it feels for the meditation that I created for him and recorded for him so that he's able to do that every single day. Now, there's any number of great meditation apps out there. There's uh, the first one that comes to mind is Buddhify. I think it, well, I think when I got it, it might have been about $5. Mate. Yeah, it's pretty cheap, whatever it is. And it's got like a wagon wheel of all these different uh, types of meditation. And then under those different types of meditation, it's got all these different scenarios. So whether you're trying to sleep, whether you are, like there's a, like one for walking, there's one for traveling. Um, uh, like I said before, as much as possible, doing ones that are closed eyes. So the traveling one, clearly not while you're driving, but I used to love that one on the train because it allows you just to allow the movements, the sounds. Um, yeah, some, some really great meditations on there. I will also, in the coming weeks and months, be putting out uh, some meditation training for you guys to be able to access. Uh, so I'll let you know about that coming soon. In the meantime, worst case, find yourself space on your own, in private, quiet, focusing on your breath, and in that state of allowing things to flow where they flow. You'll find that your mind will be sharper, you'll find that your focus will be better, your efficiency. And the thing that was most beneficial for me is well, how I was able to interact with people. I was able to stay calmer, for longer, I was able to navigate those really tricky situations with the most important people in my life where often my emotional reactions were heightened and being able to do that in a state of calm just made all the difference. Sharpen your axe, find meditation. If you need any help, as always, reach out and keep an ear out and an eye out for my meditation training coming very soon. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Grief Code podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Please share it with a friend or family member that you know would benefit from hearing it too. If you are truly ready to heal your unresolved or unknown grief, let's chat. Email me at 
info at ianhawkinscoaching.com. You can also stay connected with me by joining the Grief Code community at ianhawkinscoaching.com forward slash the grief code. And remember, so that I can help even more people to heal, please subscribe and leave a review on your favorite podcast platform.